Hey, thanks so much for pressing play on our latest episode. This week, we're talking about being alone. Is it solitude? Is it loneliness? Both. We'll see. This, plus we delve into Paula's world where there's an update on co-parenting and some of the lessons she is quickly learning about that. All of this, plus some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Shoplipandclip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I have great boobs. I don't want to cover them quite yet. Paula? I look like a spinner. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 381. Just before we started, I'm like, are you having allergies? I know. I am. My throat feels like I've got a cotton ball stuck in it. But <laughs> the good news is we are Sister 2 Podcast. Yes. Yes, we are still. We're still podcasting and we're still sisters. That is good news. I don't think we'll ever not be close. Can you even imagine? Like, our mom is not very close to her sister. She wasn't close to any of her siblings until they started dying. And then... Uh, got older so now she goes I think she's heading to Florida in a couple weeks to go visit her two sisters that live there which I always find hilarious because I'm like you talk shit about your sisters your whole life and now you guys are like BFFs I was talking to someone the other day actually their mother actually had 10 siblings I believe Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I said I think our mother had like she was one of nine is that correct (sighs) let's see she had there were twins older Pat Butch Sherry Brown nine yes and then i said i believe there are only four left if i'm correct that's correct okay and i'm just like what happened i'm like people just don't have kids like they used to i'm like you know we stop at like two three you know you know what that's interesting i was just reading an article about how in the western world united states uk whatever they're thinking one's enough one's good don't need another one i wanted four but victor said hell no so i wanted none and i ended up with four Lucky you. <laughs> it reminds me of the little big man movie with Dustin Hoffman where he goes, I have a wife and four horses. He goes, well, I have a horse and four wives. He's like, fuck you. And he like <laughs> storms off. You know, you one upper. You but, one upper. Um, Who would want four wives? He did not. He ended up, he fell in love with the one squaw. And then she's like, I'm the youngest of four. And the only way my dad will let you marry me is if you marry all four of us. And so he ended up having to marry all four sisters. Can you even imagine? <laughs> and then no. they all lived in one teepee. So he had to go from bed to bed and have sex with them. That's like if Daryl had to marry all no! four of us. No! Shut up! <laughs> no. There will be none of it. None of it. But yeah, I can't even imagine. Okay, so it's so just some random guy, let's say. And he had to marry all four all of us. All of us? Who we would want to take that on? Okay, first of all, they would be exhausted. And they would be so distraught with, with fear and confusion. You know, I don't think there would be any sex to be had. There is not one man I can think of who could handle all four of us. Ever. He'd Never. be too afraid. He'd be like, I don't know what to do with you people. And God forbid when we all cycle on the same week. Oh my God. He'd be thinking, it would be over. He would probably think there's thorns in our vagina. He'd be like, what? What did I get myself in? This is insane. I'm going to throw myself off a cliff. I can't do it. Buy life insurance first. No, I'm just kidding. like, God, yeah. And knowing you, you'd be like, well, wait, have you done the numbers? Have you have you gotten the yeah, budget let's done? Yeah, crunch the numbers. Like, Before you do that. How much life insurance? You don't smoke. How old are you? Are you under 40? Yeah. 
<laughs> it would be insane. I can't even imagine. I can, and you know the shit talking and the jealousy and it just would be not. Oh, there. I'd be like, don't be jealous. I won't scrum for two weeks. God. <sighs> <sighs> so terrible. Anyway, so um, speaking of that, <laughs> it's like you were do you you had sex with Bill in my bed. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? I'm about ready to start watching Big Love again. I I think I'm if you could find it, yeah, it, it's got to be on HBO Go or something. I'm sure they have it on demand somewhere. I'll have to something. look it up. But man, the first season of Big Love is so good. God, he was so adorable. I think Big Love is the reason why we're all obsessed with polygamy. I really do. Well, God, if we could find a husband like Bill. Anybody would do it if it was Bill. Hell yeah. And you had your own beautiful home. Home. <sighs> but I wouldn't want that many children. I mean, I'd be like the one, the the one. Yeah, but when did the children ever really get in the way of the show? Well, the, her, his first wife, they had all those adult children. And that's annoying. But if I was, I would have to be like. <laughs> you have adult children. I know, but I'm just saying I don't have to compete with other women either i send so, my children to bed and they well except for ryan he's doing this thing where he'll stay up for like an extra hour afterwards and then he'll come out and get a drink and i'm just like seriously like at some point in my life i will have a boyfriend <laughs> you know yes. and we could be on the couch making out or god forbid doing other things but then again olivia won't always be in my room so that's right i would say first of all give your son some break some slack he's a like a full-blown teenager now he needs I to be know. responsible for his own bedtime and i did that with the kids when they were in middle school i'm like look you can go to bed whenever you want but just know out the door and you're not missing school because you're tired so be ready to go at 7 30 i mean my limit with him like when i start getting angry is like 11 o'clock because i'm just like you're gonna be exhausted in the morning and i don't want to have to deal with your like uh, you i mean know? you can i mean you can try to fight that battle if you want to but i wouldn't i just would be like do not come out of your room after 11 i don't care what's going on I mean, you should not be hungry. Or, I mean, if you're hungry, it's because you're like on your second cycle of boredom and you just want a right. bowl of cereal. We all go through that. Just go to bed. It's empty carbs. Right. Okay. So speaking of family, uh, really quick before we get into our outline, Beth Chapman is dying. I just read a thing that says she's not going to come out of the coma and that they are gathered by her bedside, just basically holding vigil. Beth Chapman obviously is, if you don't know, is Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife. And that show was one of my most favorite shows. I, I was obsessed with that show when it first came out. And isn't that funny that I just started watching it yesterday? <laughs> she is one of the most badass motherfucking women I've ever, ever seen. I love her. Loved her. I thought she was so cool. I just liked how they were catching all of these losers in Hawaii and we're treating them humanely. They never treated them like like dogs. They, they always, always tried to give them like a pep talk. They, they told them like, this is all you have to do. Just do this. And before you know it, you can turn your life around. You're young. I mean, they would always give them all of this good advice. And a lot of them did. And most of them didn't. But a lot of them did try real hard to clean up. The few episodes I watched, she's like, I'm going to give him a cigarette and have a talk. <laughs> so, yeah. Like that was their little thing. And, you know, and the whole family was involved and they, you know, they definitely came across some dangerous people. And whenever that happened, they wouldn't let their kids do it. They always did it themselves, yeah. you know, because they're like, no, these people are bad hombres. And so they would go and, and deal with them. And, it was just a really good show, and it was a really solid family and a really unusual profession. And I'm so sad that she's that she got ill and is now, you know, obviously dying. And so I, I feel for them. I think they're fractured if she when she dies. I think it's going to be real rough. 
He's only 5'7". Oh, my God. He looks a lot bigger in person. He looks okay. like a mountain of a man. Interesting. Maybe that's why they show him alone, mostly. <laughs> she must be real tiny if, if he's 5'7". Well, her boobs take up her, her whole torso. She's a very big, chested woman. I'm sure that was not at all why he found her attractive, though. I'm sure it was her personality, dazzling, and such. Wow, this is interesting. <laughs> I asked Daryl that. I said, when you met me and you started, you wanted to like hang out with me sexually, whatever, I go, it was because I was really smart and funny, right? And he goes, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, I had nothing to do with my humongous breasts. No, of course not. I'm like, you're a liar. He goes, Shut up. well, maybe I am. <laughs> you would have noticed that as soon as you took off your shirt. Oh, please. It, it's the only reason anybody ever wanted to sleep with me. Yeah, I'm trying to think Big of what they would want to sleep. I mean, there was, especially in my early 20s before I had kids, there was nothing there anywhere. So maybe they just thought you were just, you know, they're like, you know, the crazy skinny bitches are the best. They just, they, I probably looked like I was fun to fling around. I they're don't like, know. She'd be fun to move around. I look like a spinner. Only, oh God, <laughs> only one guy I ever dated, only one guy I ever dated liked me for my butt. My big ass. He's like, oh, really? Yeah. And I said, really? Because he was really cute. And I said, what are you doing with me? Because I mean, I'm okay, but I'm not, you know, a 10. And he's like, I just think bony asses suck and I just love yours. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. An ass man. That's usually not who I attract. Interesting. Hmm. It was nice. Anyway, so here's the theme is one is the loneliest <laughs> number that you ever knew. So producer Dub is in LA for the week, and yes. all, he is like he was dis, he was distraught. He's probably more upset than you are. He was. He's like, I I want you to come with me because he's he's going to be going to Los Angeles quite a bit this month in July. He'll be going mm. every week for like three weeks, and so oh. and it's not just overnights. It's like the whole week. And so he's LA just needs some attention, it seems. Yes. And so he's already he's like, hey, look, I, I'll rent a car. I'll buy you tickets to go to Universal Studios. You can go blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why are you trying to dangle these carrots in front of me if you want me to go to L.A. and hang out? But the problem is, is it kind of reminds me of that Pretty Woman, uh, the Pretty Woman movie where he just wants her to hang out so he's not alone. and He just has someone to have sex with when he's not working. You know, or just to go out. And I'm not, I'm not saying I feel like a prostitute. What I mean is like... No, you're, you're a wife. <laughs> this is a very selfish maneuver he's doing. He does not want to suffer. So he wants people to be with him. You Why know would saying? you be upset by that? Jamie, that sounds fantastic. I know. But I require solitude. You would be alone. I cannot operate with having someone in my face 24-7. I need alone time. So like... I am glad he's gone because I have my whole life to myself this time. Like, I have nothing planned. I don't have kids in school anymore. I'm literally on my own. And I just, I feel rejuvenated after I've had some solitude. It's really important. I've been super run down because I've been around family and Daryl for like a month. And yeah. so I need, I need this time. Well, you did just get back from Hawaii and that, you know, sometimes vacations are exhausting. So. Paula, I still have not recovered from Hawaii. I'm, I'm out of my mind. I, I'm like, what is wrong with me? Am I depressed? Have you even unpacked? Yes. Oh, okay. I did unpack. It takes me usually like a week or two to unpack. <laughs> but I just, I could, I'm, I'm confused by what's going on. I'm depressed. I'm exhausted, like so exhausted. And I just think I need 
I need to rejuvenate. I need some solitude. It's really important to me. Like some people don't need it. Some people are super social and they feel weird when they're alone. And and we're going to probably talk about that in a minute because you've been alone for the last week, but Mm -hmm. I need it. Now I do miss Daryl when he's gone for sure. I don't sleep well when he's not here, but by Thursday, I'll be ready for him to come home. But I need a good two solid days of no one talking to me and me just being with my own thoughts. I do a lot yeah. of, I do drawing, I I read, I do projects that I've been putting off because Daryl always wants to go, can you need any help? You know, so it's like, <laughs> I just need that. And he knows it. That Daryl voice was particularly bad today, by the way. <laughs> I know, I know. Like it almost sounded like, you know. Dark, like retarded. <laughs> Kind of. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he'll appreciate it. (laughs) So anyway. um, Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to this week personally, but I know that he's just like, oh, but we're just so different in that way. It's amazing that it's worked. But you're right. I'm not being um, ungrateful. Super grateful to have a husband who hate doesn't hate being with me. But I, for my own personal... Well, you personal, guys have spent quite a bit of time together recently. And for me, it was enough. Like, he didn't want to leave Hawaii. I'm like, I got to get out of here. Like, I'm ready to go home and be with my things and my dog and my kids. Yeah. You know, but now... And I've done all of that. Now I'm like, okay, you all need to stay away from me. Just give me a minute, please. And I don't like being stuck in my room to get alone time. I feel like a prisoner. I'm never in my room. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be kind of nice to just have the house to myself. I can do some cleaning, which I know sounds stupid, but I, there's things that I look at and I go, why has no one done this? Because I haven't done it, but now I'm going to mm-hmm. do it. So anyway, yeah. so my guess is, is I'm going to be going to L.A. <laughs> at some point this month. And it'll well, be fine. Well, I mean, fine. at some point, sure. Yes. And you can, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, go to the Beverly mall or something and look at all the expensive things. I suppose. And he even said, he goes, you know, we can stay in Beverly Hills if you want. Wink, wink, wink. And I'm like, I, I don't need you to, you know, tempt me with things. I I'm fine. If you want to go, we'll go. I will go. But I just, I'm really anxious about using Uber by myself. I don't like it because it's, it's just, it's uncomfortable to be in a car alone with a man that I do not know. As soon as you get there, buy a knife or something. <laughs> okay. That'll solve all my problems. Just keep it. Keep a knife. Well, I don't know. I'm just yes. saying, like, if you're really worried about it and open it before you get in the car and put it in your purse. So that way, just, if, you know, he gets funky. You can stab him in the fucking jugular. True. True. So I, he, so he said he would rent a car. So, and I'm like, well, you know what? That actually makes me feel better. Cause I can drive anywhere in California. Oh God, I hate driving in Los Angeles. Driving in LA sucks, but I've done it. I've driven the 405 in the middle of traffic. I've done all the side streets. I know how to do LA, but I just, I don't like Uber. I don't. You know and what? The Uber people are kind of crazy actually in LA. I just, I don't know. It's just not my thing. So I'll do it. And, um, you know, maybe I'll record from there since I'll be, you know, twiddling my thumbs. I see. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I just, I just said, I just need, basically all I'm really saying is I need a break. I just need a break from all of it. And then, you know, can, I need to get myself back on track. I feel like an, a crazy person right now. And I'm, I'm so tired. I'm like, I can't, I can't keep sleeping late. I can't not get my shit. I still go, oh my God, it's four o'clock already. Like, I can't have that anymore. I've got to figure it out. I think I'm just going to drug myself and fall asleep at like eight o'clock at night. 
mm-hmm. and then just wake up at 6 a.m. And I'm hoping that if I do that a couple of times, that I'll finally get back on track. I'm hopeful. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's driving really nuts. I know. I'm just it's driving me crazy. OK, so I'm enjoying my brief alone time. You have been alone for a week now. A week and one day. How yes. has it been going? I know you didn't, you struggled quite a bit in the beginning because you were missing the fam. I did struggle. I would say the first two days, mm-hmm. it was really, really difficult because yes. I've, you know, I haven't had the children away from me since the last time Victor and I split, which was like 2010 or 11, 11, okay. 12, something like that. So, I mean, that was what, like seven years ago? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, Olivia's like spent the night at friend's house, but I mean, she was she was gone, what, like 12 hours? I mean, it wasn't even that long. And so it was just weird knowing that they were going to be gone for so long. Right. But by like the second or third day, I was okay because I, I guess I had like resolved myself to like, okay, they're gone. They're not going to be back for a long time. It's not that bad. You know, I'm kind of used to it. So, yeah. you know, I and I was just like milling around doing different things. And then this week I've just been like for the last two days, not not with the exception of today, but the two days before I just was a total slug. I did absolutely nothing <laughs> but like watch TV all day. And I told myself I was going to do like legit things. I just messed around on the Internet and watched television and didn't do a damn thing. I actually can do that, but not for two days, but I can do that for like a whole day and a half maybe almost two days. It feels good. I mean, I felt like I just wasted time. I was just like, I haven't done anything. So are you feeling rejuvenated today? Are you ready to face the world? Yes. So I am going to, they're going to be home on Saturday is the plan. It's so funny when, when trips like this occur, people think, oh, it's going to be such, it's going to be full of adventure and fun and whimsy and we're going to have a wonderful time. And then four days later, you're like, so I miss my bed. Yes. I have dirty clothes and no one to wash them. What's the deal? You know, suddenly yeah. it's like, uh, hot dogs again? Okay. <laughs> yeah, they've had uh, biscuits and gravy for breakfast like every day since they've been there. Oh, they're going to fatten those kids up. <sighs> I don't know what they're going to do. They're both going to come home with like, you know, <laughs> cardiomyopathy. But that's how they raise them in Oklahoma. Olivia was ready to come home like two days ago, but she's she's rejuvenated because they've just picked up her sister from uh, Houston. Houston. Mm -hmm. And so she's going to be there with them until they drop her off. So she's all smiles now. So she's super happy. Ryan's having a good time, you know, just running around, hanging out with guys, doing guy stuff, I guess, whatever that is. I mean, at this point, though, now you have given yourself four days to yes be selfish and do things that you want to do you've been getting a lot of pressure from friends and family who (laughs) want you to like get your life in gear and be selfish because i think i i I formulated why and it's not this is not a bad i'm not criticizing you because this is just you're a mother and so this is what we do but we have the forum of social media to complain about how our children literally just eat the meat off of our bones yes and now you have two weeks of freedom and you've done nothing with it so far (laughs) yes and i think people are like why are you doing nothing with your life you have two weeks to be alone and do whatever you want what is it that they want me to do with my life i don't really know but i think i mean i know our one friend (laughs) he's out the gate he was insistent that i go out and get laid well that's fair i know well 
I understand where he's coming from, but on the flip side, I don't know where one would just go out and procure a wiener. I know. <laughs> for, you know, sex. It's true. I mean, I suppose I could just go get a rando if I wanted to, I but I don't like want that. to do that. I'm not a that fan. Sounds, that sounds gross and dangerous. I don't. Yeah. What are you going to do? Bring him back to your home? No. Ew. No. I mean, I have children that sleep here. Other than that still you know i it's funny because it's i think what it is is when well first of all that friend in particular goes on road trips to see the love of his life and so it's very romantic so maybe that's how he's thinking but when he doesn't see her he goes without and i think yeah. he's without right now uh, <laughs> so well, i, I think know. he's i think he might be projecting a little bit you know what I can attest that that's probably he's probably thinking if I was on my own this is what I would be doing <laughs> I would be on if I my was way. in if, if I was in your shoes I'll tell you exactly what I would, <laughs> Where be I would doing. go <laughs> I mean the thing is is that I suppose you know you could have done your own kind of trip you could have gone some you could, you could have done a daycation you could have gone you know you and you still can you can go mm-hmm. go to places that you enjoy like you know the beach or the lake or tahoe or you know whatever i have to tell you when i was single i did a lot of that stuff by myself it was really nice to just go get out of the day-to-day of sacramento and go to tahoe or go to monterey or bodega bay i did that a lot by myself but i also love to drive it's one of my most favorite things in the world is to drive. So to me, it was it was great. But I know some people are not fans of driving anywhere alone, anywhere. Well, so. it do, it's the driving doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's so dangerous anymore. That's the problem I have is, is that you hear about these girls going on these, you know, hikes or these, you know, day trips or whatever. And then, you know, three months later, they find their body in a creek somewhere, sure. you know, <laughs> and I just don't want to be one of those people. Well, you know, I mean, all I'm saying is that it would be great if you could find a way to do at least one thing that you don't normally get to do with children. Well, what I'm probably going to do is I think my hair is due for a touch up. So I was going to contact my person Mm -hmm. and see if I could get my hair done. And then I was probably going to go do a little shopping and see if I could get some shorts, like some summer clothes. Yeah, that sounds fun. We've always been told just because you are poor doesn't mean you got to act poor or look poor. <laughs> right. That's that's a mantra. That's an UG mantra. Outside of lip and clip, which we haven't discussed in a long time, lip and clip because you never know who you're going to run into. And if you go out looking like shit, not only are you representing the family, but you're you will run into the ex that broke your heart. Or your or the woman that you hate more than anyone in the world <laughs> when you look like crap. So always put a little bit of lipstick or a lip gloss on and clip your hair back so it's clean looking and neat. Mm-hmm. You know, and lip and clip. It's so funny because lip and clip comes in a variety of ways. Clip used to be the banana clip because we were brought up in the eighties. <laughs> I wonder if you can even buy those anymore. Oh yeah, you can buy banana clips. Oh, they'll be back in they'll be back Probably in style like on Amazon. Well, scrunchies are back. Did you know that? They've been back in style for about a year, and I have several. Olivia is obsessed with scrunchies. My hairstylist thanked me for using them because he hates seeing hard ponytails, and I I usually use the like the tiny little plasticky ones, so you can't see the pony. Oh. But he's like, thank you for using a fabric-covered ponytail because it cuts into your hair, and and I would prefer if you never use those again. I'm like, oh, done and done. So I have like four scrunchies that I love, and I use them all the time now. I don't actually go out in public with them, but I do use them at home. But little girls do. 
Yeah, she loves yeah. the scrunchies, although mm-hmm. her th- hair is still kind of thin. And so. Yeah, but they have little ones. Well, it's not thin. It's just like mine. It's fine. Right. And right. so she still has quite a bit of it. It's just very fine. Right. And whatever. So, and then she asked me the other day, she's like, Mom, when can I start coloring my hair? Oh, I'm my like, God. Well, probably when I started, which was about. I think I said 15, but I think I was 13 when mom let me, honestly. Our, it was 15, 16 in our house as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, anyway, so yes. Yeah, so the lip and clip for me currently, because it's summer, is messy bun. And mm-hmm. I have to have concealer under my eyes. And then, oh. and then a little lip gloss and big sunglasses. That's my lip and clip. You know what? I keep thinking about buying sunglasses because I don't wear them. Why? And you're going to have you're going to have wrinkles. I'm going to have wrinkles anyway. I told you I'm getting a facelift. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. My bad. Did I tell you my neck is a problem? Did I tell you about that picture I saw of myself? <laughs> How many I chins? have like a line in my neck. Oh, yeah. You said something about a line in your neck. I don't know. Where where exactly is this line, this alleged line? What I you... took a picture of myself with Pablo mm. and I had to crop my neck out and it just was, ended up being a picture of Pablo. Like near your, like, was it near your, like, it was your like where my, or? where like my chest and my neck meet, <laughs> neck meet, <laughs> literally, <laughs> <Where> my, literally <laughs> neck meet, where my neck connects with my chest and there was like a, like a crease. Do you have like a, uh, like tissue paper skin on your, on your chest? I don't think so. You know, where it kind of starts to, is it sagging? And is that why there's a line? Okay. So here's the other thing too, is I was looking and like, I feel like my chest is getting kind of wrinkly. That's tissue paper chest. What, how do I, what do I do about that? I don't know. I've been doing my research. They have, there are neck, there are things that you can put on your neck and chest to try to like moisture, ultra moisturize. Do you have it? Yes, it's cray paper. I hate it. I put so much moisturizer on my chest. I don't want to have that because I remember mom having it and still has it but no, yes. but i remember like when i was little she yes. had it and i remember yeah. thinking because i saw her with with it with the mole and i thought it was just because she was like sunburned or something no it's genetic i have been i've been slowly doing some research on how to lessen that look that cray paper look because it is genetic so i just i put copious amounts first of all sunscreen constantly Mm -hmm. and then copious amounts of moisturizer for the body i'm constantly moisturizing and some days are worse than others if i'm super dehydrated you can totally see it Mm -hmm. if i'm hydrating and moisturizing properly it's good because i have great boobs i don't want to cover them quite yet it's ruining my cleavage i know (laughs) because the better cleavage i have the worse it gets right so you just have to drink more water it's like and just lotion the shit out of it tape and like you know stretch it Mm -hmm. you know yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know, celebrities do all that shit. They, they like do. underneath their dresses. They probably look like you know a old muffler or something. Oh, yeah. You know, mass taped together. They have but... so much going on underneath their clothes. I don't know why we don't just take a note and just do it. But you know what? They used to in the fifties. Women looked outstanding when they went to the grocery store because it was all about looking your best. And so, you know, girdles and spanks. Well, they and should bring that shit back. It's there. The celebrities are using it. We're the ones that are like casual and relaxed going, well, I want to be well, free. I mean, you they know? give us spanks, but spanks doesn't do dick. I mean, that stuff is. I don't think we're, I don't think they're using spanks. I think there's we're not some getting industrial... the industrial strength stuff that yes. the celebrities get. Exactly. I one time had, remember that black thing I wore <laughs> that had like the really tight belly and yes. then it also had like the hook and eye that went over it Yes, and it like sucked me in like mm-hmm. a freaking sausage. Yeah. And you're like, I look great. 
<laughs> I loved that thing. I can't fit it anymore, but <laughs> I could hardly breathe. First of all, doesn't this explain why everyone thinks everyone's an asshole in Hollywood? Not only are they starving, they're suctioned into something so they can wear a size two couture on the no red carpet. Smile. It's like when people joke and they're like, her handing out peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at the Oscars. There's not one person who's going to take a bite of that. They're like, if I eat this, I will literally explode out of this outfit. I can't eat anything. Okay, so back to the trip, just just quickly. So one of the things that I mentioned to you is before this whole trip started, we had to negotiate. We had to set some boundaries and everything because I was uncomfortable mm-hmm. with you know them being gone as long. Right. The boundaries have just basically been completely abolished. Right. And I was rather upset about that. Come to I, find out yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. What? No, go ahead. Come to find out yesterday, one of the boundaries was is that they were not to go to Victor's grandparents' house. Oh. Their house in general, it, it was built in like the 1800s. Okay. And it wasn't even a house. It was an old bar. And oh. it's not even structurally sound to be in there do people live in it his grandparents do oh they're alive okay and so i told victor i said under no circumstances are they to go to your grandparents at least go inside go inside right so yesterday i was talking to uh ryan and he's just like yeah then we went to great grandpa and grandma todd's uh house and blah 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 blah, blah. and i'm just like <laughs> wait oh, what you did. i said you went to their house did you did he get the tone like, oh, shit, did I just get someone in trouble? <laughs> no, he didn't. And so I asked to talk to Victor outside, and I'm just like, Victor. I'm what like, did we why say? Did they, why did they go to your grandparents' house? He's like, it was just for like 30 minutes. I'm like, 30 minutes too long. Yeah. I said, why Why did we even set boundaries? I said, you even yourself said you didn't want them going to their house. He doesn't, he's not the same person when he's around his family. My whole point was, is he's like, I was with the kids the whole time. I said, I don't, I don't doubt that you were with the kids the whole time. And he said something like, you know, I'm a good father. And I said, I'm not questioning your parenting, Victor. I said, what I'm questioning is your ability to co-parent. I said, it's about respecting each other's wishes. I was going to just say that um, this is a window into what it will be like when you guys have two separate homes. Now, I will tell you from experience, you can put in, you can institute all the rules you want, but Mm -hmm. that is not going to happen. It is none of your business what goes on at that house. It just isn't. And this is a hard lesson for you to learn that mm-hmm. you can demand everything you want, but it's not going to happen. It, if they don't, if he doesn't want it to, if he doesn't agree with you, he may placate you and just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has no intention of following your rules for his life. It's just, it sucks. And the negotiation can't be just tell her whatever she wants to hear so she'll leave us alone and then we'll just do whatever the hell we want when we're gone in a way because that is not that isn't co-parenting he has to be honest he's like look you can say all you want but we're going to my grandparents house and if you don't like it too bad and that's Mm -hmm. that's the end of it unfortunately and yes it's frustrating and it causes a lot of anger and the kids end up being in the middle of it if you're not sane, you know, and I don't mean just you, I mean, people who co-parent, it's very, very challenging because you suddenly realize when you're not together anymore, how their concept of parenting is so different than yours. You had no right. idea and you have no idea until they have the freedom to parent the way they really want to. It right. sucks. It sucks. 
Yeah, so I just told him I was really frustrated how this whole trip went, and it was unfortunate because I don't think that this would ever happen again. Yeah. And he said, well, you're not going to keep my kids from me. And I said, no, I said, I'm not going to keep your kids from you, but I will keep them from going back to Oklahoma. Oh, God. <laughs> What's... Uh, frustrating for me is is that it just seems like they were constantly on the go doing something yeah and well, they had a lot you know, to push they had a lot to get in in a from, very short you know, period of time sunrise to sunset mm-hmm. you know they were doing something and they were just so exhausted every day yeah. and i mean i i get it but i mean it's just like that's just not how i do vacation no but you know? it wasn't your vacation I get, the thing. I get it i get it i can so... tell you i can i tell you how many times we came home from our dad's house filthy and exhausted from even just three days like right. dad would do stuff like we he would take us camping and we'd go camping and he wasn't really equipped for it and so we were eating you know 99 cent bread with hot dogs and orange soda for breakfast and right. we didn't have a tent and so we slept on the back of this pad that went in the back of the car and we woke up covered in bites and, you know, one thing, I mean, it was just one thing. And, you know, I think dad realized very quickly, this was a poor decision. What was I right. thinking? And then we we get dropped off and he's like, they're all yours. And she's like, gee, thanks. Or, Do they have lice too? Because, I mean, we were <laughs> no. filthy. She's like, did you ever change their clothes? Where did they have to go to the bathroom? We had to dig a hole. It's like, oh, my God. Get in the shower immediately. You know? Like the time that dad went past the campground because he went four wheeling on his own because he's just like, we're going to find a better spot. Yeah. <laughs> and there were bears. Mm-hmm. We almost got killed by bears. So that yeah. was funny. So, I mean, yes, it's difficult to co-parent with someone when you just both see things differently. Yes. And it's, you know, it'll just be interesting. I would just I give guess. you this advice as one person to another who has experienced the hell that can be co-parenting. And as we talked about it last week with uh, Bradley Cooper or any celebrities where they say, we're going to co-parent. It's going to be so fun. No, you have lawyers. That's and there are very strict rules that get broken immediately when you're dealing with children and parenting. There is no I mean, there are some things that are absolute, but for the most part, it is hard not to die on that hill every single time. Like how many I mean, I don't even want to count how many arguments you got into over the dumbest. They weren't dumb, but the smallest of infractions. When they were gone, I mean, you need to, I mean, and I'm being honest, you need to reflect on that and you need to realize you can't control these people. It's not up to you. Victor may not parent the way you do, but they're not in any danger and it may not be ideal, but they're, they're going, they're going to come back in one piece and move on with their lives. So, and you caused yourself a lot of grief, you know, and, and, and the thing is, is that I've done it. I've done it. It's, I mean, I've gone through it. And so I know that it's real easy, especially us, because we're control freaks. Oh, total. That we want yeah. full control, even when, because they're my children, goddammit. And I, so I have a say. And it's like, well, you really don't, actually. And Trust I had me, to that, that first day that I found out he broke rule number one, I was ready to get on a plane and just fly out there and bring it back. <laughs> I know. And you do want to do that. Okay. So moving on, I look forward to the return of the baby Uggs. Uh, it'll be it'll be nice to to uh, I'm sure I'll be able to see them in, in the next couple of months or next couple of weeks, actually, because yes. they're not in school yes. yet. Uh, so moving on to a completely different thing. I read this little article and no one's talking about it because there's so much other stuff to talk about. But Candace Bushnell, who wrote Sex in the City, 
has a new novel out in August titled, Is There Still Sex in the City? It's been picked up by Paramount Television and Anonymous Content. The forthcoming television show, which Bushnell is set to executive produce and write the pilot for, will follow the lives of New York City women navigating their way through friendships, dating, marriage, and their sex lives in their 50s and 60s. Are they bringing back the characters? It says, we're thrilled to be able to continue the conversation from the underrepresented point of view of women in their 50s and answer the question with, yes, there is is more sex in the city although the deal has been confirmed there's no green light at the moment to start filming none of the characters from the original have been slated to return or even make an appearance in the new show so it's going to be a whole new set of characters i'm actually kind of excited about that i guess it would depend on who the characters are well it's not going to be the same it's going to be it's not going to be carrie and samantha and charlotte and uh miranda it's going to be a whole new set of women and what i love about it is these are women who've already learned their lessons in their 20s and 30s. So these women are going to have confidence. They're going to be established. They're going to have different varieties of marriage or singledom or widowdom is my guess. And I love that. Okay. Have you seen the movie Book Club? No, I have no desire to see that movie. It's exactly like that. But they're in their 80s and 70s. Those are the old women. women. In Book Club? Yes. No, they're not. Yeah, Jane Fonda is 80 years old, Paula. Okay, but in the movie, they're like literally in their, their like 60s and 70s. Well, 50 is is young now. The movie is literally sounds just like this. Well, this isn't because, a movie. Oh, oh, your this, movie. I'm show. sorry. Yes. Yeah, the movie is basically about these women. They have this book club. They read the book Fifty Shades of Grey, but they don't even talk about the book. Basically, what it does is, though, it just kind of like... It kind of just gives them a new perspective on their sex lives, I mm -hmm. guess you can say. It just gives them all a different, because they're all in different uh, scenarios of life. Mm -hmm. And so it just kind of like helps them kind of not come to terms, but figure out like what they want to do. And so it's really interesting. I'm intrigued because this will be, this, this age group is the next phase of my life someday soon and so it'll be mm -hmm. i mean i'm not going to be 50 yet and i'm not 60 but it'll be interesting to see her take on it because you know i loved sex in the city i learned a lot mm -hmm. about myself when i was in my 20s watching that movie or that that series and i'll be interested to see i mean there's so many ways they can take this they the article went on to say you know Women in their 50s back in the day, old days, when you hit 50, you were thinking about retirement, you put on a little weight, you relax, you hang out with your friends and have hobbies, you travel a little bit, you know, you start having grandchildren. Now, Jennifer Aniston is 50. J-Lo is 50. We're, mm -hmm. we're working out. We're, we're eating right. We have no intention of retiring. We have more than hobbies. You know, some of us are have 10-year-olds. Some of us are getting married to our true love, finally, in our 40s and late 50s or mid-50s. It's like, would you please, please watch Book Club? Oh, my God. You know, Paul, this is the only movie you've seen that hasn't had a kid in it in years, and now you're obsessed. No, it's not that. I'm not obsessed, and I've watched <laughs> tons of movies since I've been home by myself. Have you watched... Uh, have you watched crazy rich asians yet no i'll watch it today if it bok, makes you bok, happy. bitch you gotta watch it i'm telling you i'll probably come over to your house at some point this week i'll give you your two days but Paula, um, you are coming over and we're going to binge watch all the things that i keep telling you to watch because you're gonna love them all i know you okay know but you're you. gonna have to watch book club among them god damn it fine 
Okay. Fine. You'll like it. Come over tomorrow and we'll do television. I thought you wanted two days to yourself. I do, but you need time. You need something. You need you need I'll attention. Come over, I'll come over Thursday or Friday. <laughs> okay, fine. It'll be fun. We'll have a great time. So that way you can do whatever you want. And maybe I'll watch Crazy Rich Asians at some point. Why? Okay. And- I, okay. I promise you this. I will watch Book Club today if you watch Crazy Rich Asians today. And then okay. we can watch whatever. I, I'm going to make you watch Shit's Creek. The whole season? They're only 30 minutes. They're, actually, they're only 20 minutes on Netflix. Aren't there like six seasons? I'm not going to make you watch all six seasons. Okay. I'll just make you watch like the first season. It's like two hours. It's nothing. You, you'll be in love with it. You'll love I it. I keep thinking about Northern Exposure for no, some reason. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Northern Exposure. These are all amazing, fabulous people. And you're okay, and okay, you're gonna okay. want you're gonna want Dan Levy to just be be in you. I want I him so bad is. and he's just he's Dan just, Levy? He's so adorable. I just can't with myself. Okay, so let's go on. Okay, so I'm looking forward to this. Is there still sex in the city? Whatever. We'll find out about, you know, watching. Although, does anybody really care about watching women have menopause? (laughs) We'll find out. Well, here's the thing. I will be totally in Mm. if they pick good women actresses. Yes. Yes. I'm with you. Like, I would love to see a Jennifer Aniston (gasps) or, you know, uh, who else would be good? Well, let's see. What other women are in their 50s? Well, Angelina Jolie's 50. Oh, fuck her. I hate her. <laughs> I know. Actresses in there. Haley Berry? No. She's 50. What's wrong with that? Okay, so there's Nicole Kidman, no. Robin Wright, Julia Roberts, <laughs> Jodie Foster. She Ooh, could be the lesbian. Now that would be a good one. I would uh, like that. Power lesbian. I love it. So there's Marissa Tomei. Oh, she'd be good. Jane Seymour. Meh. Terry Hatcher, Julianne oh, Moore. Eh. Julianne Moore would be okay. I like Julianne Moore. Some people don't. I really like her. They couldn't afford Selma Hayek. Oh. Kristen Davis. No. Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields would be good. Maybe. I guess it would just be. I just, I just know they're not going to. Laura Linney. I love her. I love Laura Linney, too. Oh, my gosh. Okay, here's the thing. They can't pick women who are matronly or elderly. They're, they have to pick women who are vivacious and represent the real 50 or 60. Now, I can assume that there will be one character who's trying to get to old age, like our mother, who's constantly looking forward to being old and elderly. And she's going to have friends going, would you stop it? You're younger than me. Stop acting like an old lady. So I think that dynamic will occur. You know, we need some... uh ethnic actresses that's what i said that was the problem with sex in the city it was very white yeah i'd like to see an asian actress Ooh. Uh, let's see uh what uh, why can't i think of her name right now she was in charlie's angels is lucy lou that ill lucy lou well she's got to be at least in her late 40s she could go for a 50 she could act 50 because i mean anyway well i look forward to it i look forward to uh casting and i hope it really happens i'm really excited about that Okay, so let's do this. We're going to do our Hugly and Awkward Moments of the Week. I thought I was alone edition. (laughs) I thought I was alone. Oh. So I have two incredibly hilarious ones, and these are both men. Because oh. men do stupid <laughs> shit when they think they're alone. That's good. Okay. 
I once thought I could totally take off my pants with my teeth. So I tried. What? Doing this sort of trying to suck your own dick lean forward and bit on to the crotch of my pants. I started pulling and I did get some progress. And I thought, wait, if I could do this, could I suck my own dick? So I started trying and even got my tongue on the tip. Then I noticed my door was open and my stepbrother was watching me this whole time. What? <laughs> Beginning to end. Why would... He started laughing okay. and walked away. I never said a word to him for two months out of embarrassment. Okay, for, for starters, why would you try and take your own pants off with your teeth? Because he wanted to see if he could touch his penis with his mouth. Oh, is that why? I think so. That's why any man tries it. I, I bet if you could pull any random 20, 10 or 20 men, they would all say they've thought about it and they think that they could try to give themselves a blowjob. Okay. Yeah, like dogs. You know how dogs can do it? Yes. They think they can try. I have to ask Daryl if he's ever tried to do that. Like he would tell you the truth. I know. Anyway. I don't think guys talk about those kinds of things. Well, clearly he didn't talk to his stepbrother for two months. That's embarrassing. It, he thought he was alone. That's the whole point That's of like this. if women try and lick their own snatch. Never. Not that we would, but... I would never. Even if I could, I would never. Would you? No. God, no. I can't even. You know how I feel about it in general. Look. (laughs) No. Unless you're a fucking expert and I trust you with my life. (laughs) Yeah. It's never going to happen. Exactly. All right. Here's the second one. And I saved the best for last. I'm going to need a certificate of authenticity (laughs) saying that you've graduated from the school of pussy licking. And you know what you're doing. Notarized. By the ultimate bitch by someone yes some 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 gynecologist i don't know yes yes (laughs) there you go all right here we go i was staying at a nice hotel in london while traveling for work they had a great pool i went in there one morning and i was the only one there i started messing around recreating the opening scene of jaws where the girl realizes that her leg has been bitten (laughs) off then lots of splashing like the shark had come back for the second go then i tried a bit of synchro Kicking my legs up in very, <laughs> various shapes. <laughs> then I did a bit of goalkeeper practice by throwing my goggles and diving to catch them. <laughs> then, how old was this person? Then I saw a window overlooking the pool and a family of six people eating breakfast and watching me. <laughs> I'm a 51 year old man. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I want to know who this man is. I want him to be my friend. Oh my god. I just <laughs> He sounds kick ass. I just kind of peed myself a little bit. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. He that is so funny. Legitimately is the only ugly and awkward man I've ever read about. Le- I was legit say, that ugly sounds, and awkward that sounds like a hug like totally. hardcore hardcore i just want to i want to congratulate and and meet this individual because he sounds amazing he could belong to uganon for real he might be our first uganon male that we outside of a husband i wonder if he's single i don't know but he travels to london for work he sounds amazing he sounds like someone I might be interested in. I know. <laughs> He's goofy. 
<laughs> he has no care in the world. He likes to go swimming. He has seen Jaws. I'm just saying, imagine if we had a family pool somewhere <laughs> oh my and God. he was doing all these tricks it would be after some drinking. Do you know how hysterical we would be? It would be amazing. I just want to meet him and be his friend so bad. I'd be like, hey, are you single? I have someone you must meet. As much as I make fun of people at weddings for having like, you know, routines for mm-hmm. the first dance. Yes. I could see him and I like with nose plugs on doing a synchronized dance. Oh, for pool. sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> Be like, I am my own worst enemy. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> And then Ryan and Olivia would be like, oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> It'd be so funny. Anyway, so those are the ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much for being awkward. It makes it so much more pleasant to know that we are not alone. And a uh, 51-year-old man, if you're single, I have someone you can meet. We're going to have to Google that. Like, really? I, I'll do it. I'll dive. I'll no do some. Intended. <laughs> I'll do some more research and find out. Yeah, we're going to have to find this gentleman. Yes. Oh, my God. That is so freaking funny. I know. Like, I have to know him. Okay. We will do our research and try to find this guy. God, he's probably, like, married or, like, weighs 500 pounds or something. Not if he's flinging his body around in the pool. It would actually make it even funnier. No, if he was kicking his legs in shapes and diving after his goggles... I'm guessing he's not no, rotund. No, what's funny is that he was wearing goggles. I just, I'm just so, I'm just so in love with the idea of this person being real and, and I don't care what he looks like anymore. Uh, I know. So funny. God. All right. All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. That was too funny. Like I had mentioned before, 4th of July is coming up. I bet you if you order now and you uh, click on the Prime button from Amazon, you will get your stuff. So go to UglyTruth.com, click on the Amazon button, get your 4th of July business, get t-shirts, decorations. And then if you go to LipAndClip.com, they're having some good makeup sales. I'm going to be purchasing some things as well for my daughter's 10th birthday. Mm -hmm. Uh, So her and her little friends can play makeup at her party. It'll be so cute. I know. I can't wait. They're going to have fun. So uh, other than that, have a fabulous rest of your week. And we will see you on Sunday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.